Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to the Free Hearts podcast hosted by Dylan and Sarah Frank. This is our introductory podcast where you'll learn a little bit about us from when we met to our wedding to where we are now. I hope you'll stay tuned to the end and thanks for listening. Hi guys, and thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, we are very new to this and we don't really know where this is going to go, but we just both had a creative feeling and, um, idea and we're just acting on it. So Dylan is really stressed (laughs) out right now. Tell us how you're feeling. (laughs) Weird. You don't like it? It's just weird. Okay. Well, we're only 34 seconds in, so... No, I feel like we got a, lot, a while to go. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so this first episode is going to just be mostly about our story, um, especially if there are any listeners that don't know us in person. This will just be a good way for you to get to know us and um, know our background and where we came from. Um, so, yeah, so let's start our, our story. Um, so we actually met our freshman year at VCU which is Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, In 2010, Dylan um, added me on Facebook because he thought I was hot. That's a quote from him, (laughs) let's be honest. And um, then he didn't do anything about it. He didn't message me or... Okay, you didn't do anything about it either. Okay, well, you were the one that added me, so I was waiting on that. This was before sliding into the DM was cool, so we just kind of laid back. Um, And... Yeah, then we rekindled our relationship our junior year, um, right at the summer after junior year, so right before senior year. Um, And in true millennial fashion, we fell, we started liking each other's photos on Facebook and it went back and forth pretty aggressively. And then Dylan, commented the same exact comment on two separate Instagram pictures. It said, you're really pretty, smiley. The same thing on two photos. And I was like, all right, he's into me. And so then I slid into his DMs on Facebook and I said, hey, you can keep liking my photos or you can do something about it. And then he he did something about it. I gave him my number. Yeah, it was really aggressive after a very drunk night, okay? <laughs> to wake up after a really, really drunk night and seeing this super aggressive message. Yeah, but clearly it worked, <laughs> did it not? It's like the only time in my life I've ever just gone for something relationship-based like that. Like, I don't think I've ever been so blunt to woo a man. And oh, It's because I look so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, um, so then you asked me out on a date. Yeah. And <laughs> then what happened? <clears throat> Ew. Sick. Uh, I mean, I drove up on a Wednesday why do you remember that? <laughs> I just do. I I do because I remember, I remember it being a Tuesday when I was texting you about having the day off the next day. So I drove up on a Wednesday and, 
came and picked you up and you didn't explain to me that you lived off of a busy street and there's an alley behind where it would be much, much easier uh, because I had to make a U-turn in the middle of Gray Street, uh, which is a two-lane road, which is not very conducive to it. And I got honked at by a van. It's pretty much <laughs> foreshadowing the rest of your relationship with me, just chaotic. <laughs> well, anyway, I get into a spot finally and texted you and let you know I was up front and you came and uh, you came into my car and you opened my car door into a pole. <laughs> okay, well, to be fair, so it is, like and he said, a on it. <laughs> it's a very busy street and he, you parked in front of a pole that probably had 10,000 staples in it, just hanging up posters. It was a wooden, like, street light. I don't really know what it was, but it had so many staples on it. And I guess the door just flew open and hit one. And I didn't tell. I didn't say anything. I just got in the car. I think it was, like, our third or fourth date when you were, like. It was was June 7th. I know this because it was a Friday, and I was supposed to do the Tough Mudder on June 8th. Oh, right. And we were at Home Depot or Lowe's, one of those two, because we were getting like a key thing for me. And we were walking out to the car, and the passenger side was on the near side of the building. And I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know you put a dent in my car, right? (laughs) I never looked. I didn't know. I just know that it hit that pole really hard, and I was so scared that there was a dent. So yeah, I just... It, you could hear it. I just got in the car. I, like, everyone heard the dent happen. And I was like, oh, well, wow. Well, you still took me out. Yeah. We went to the movies and to Mexican, where we didn't even eat an entire basket of chips. But we were there for literally three and a half hours. Yeah. And I talked a lot. You talk so <laughs> much. More than I talk now. I know. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how I talk that much. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. It was very uncharacteristic. <laughs> and then we are leaving, and you're like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going up to my parents' house. And you were like, oh, well, am I going to sleep up there too? And I was like, no, your ass is driving back to Virginia Beach. And you were like, you were like, what? And I was like, you're not, this is date number one. What kind of, what kind of lady do you think I am? It's a long drive, okay? Yeah, so I made him go home. (laughs) But then he did kiss me in the car. At a stoplight, and now every time we pass through that stoplight and make him kiss me again, he he hates it. So, yeah, would you change like, that? Like trying to drive here. <laughs> would you change our first kiss? No. I mean, thankfully, like <laughs> you know, being on the keto diet like we are, we are not going into that parking lot to eat Plaza Azteca or BJ's or anything like that. So, it doesn't happen too often. Yeah, we don't really eat out much now anymore, but. Um, but yeah, and then the most memorable part for me from our first date was we were driving back downtown and you said, this is a direct quote, you said, 
this feels right. Like, I don't want to play games. This just feels right. And I was like, it was almost as aggressive as my, like, messaging you on Facebook. Like, I was like, damn, like, <laughs> we're just going to do it. We're just going to do the damn thing. Like, we're just going to. I'm, you're not going to, I'm not going to not text you back right away or you're not going to ghost me and it were just, this is it. Yeah. And that was it. That was it really. I, I thought, I thought you were playing me one time when we made it official, we went to the beach and everything and he asked me to be his girlfriend. And then I was like, well, it was like Tuesday after. And I was like, well, do you want to put it on Facebook? And he said, quote, and this was back before it was, like, cool to not put your relationship on Facebook. Like, I feel like now it wouldn't be that big a deal because most people are on, like, Instagram and Twitter and other stuff. But back then it was, like, a red flag. And I said, he said, I don't know how to do that. And I just, I was at work and I just, like, flipped a table like, he's (laughs) freaking playing me. I didn't really flip a table. But he... Then, like, 10 minutes later, was like, go check out your Facebook, and you had, like, requested it. And that was, like, validation. <laughs> like, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, we're not dating damn, right. he loves me. <laughs> yeah, we weren't dating or anything. <laughs> we were on day, like, three. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, and then less than a year later, we moved in together. Yep. In May of 2014. Yeah, so we started dating in June of 2013, and then we moved in together. Yeah, and then as you'll soon find out, we have lived in almost as many places as years we've been together. (laughs) We have moved a lot, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like it now that we've kind of stationed ourselves somewhere a little longer, but we did pick up a dog along the way, sweet little... Marvel Von Marvel Less Von Frank. No, I don't accept that name. <laughs> you don't like Marvel Less? No. You suck. Um and yeah, so we lived in Richmond for about a year, year and a half, and then we got engaged. Um so Dylan Dylan's <laughs> mom had a ring and so I knew I knew he wanted to propose soonish, but I didn't think it was coming because we lived together. We sh- we didn't join have a joint account, but we paid bills together, and I knew what his finances looked like. So I was like, I mean, he's going to have to save up for a while, so I probably have six months a year before. And so I came home from work at, like, midnight. It was, like, 11 p.m. No, it wasn't. It was late. It wasn't that late. It was, it was, it was after a, 10. It was a Sunday. Okay, so maybe it was, it like, was 9 or 10. Yeah, it was probably, like, 9 30 10 o'clock well I worked at a Starbucks at the time and I had to be back at work at five and so I was coming in with the intention to go to bed and um he was on his knee and I literally said what are you doing yeah (laughs) which I feel bad about you just looked at me like you literally walked around me into the kitchen and I'm just still there you're like, so, what are you, you're like, what are you doing? Get up. <laughs> I'm like, what are you... Uh... <laughs> so he had put a t-shirt on our dog that said, um, will you marry daddy? And the shirt was so big. It, like he was, he was only like a year. It, he wasn't even a year, a year. And he, the shirt was like 
so baggy on him. He was so little that I didn't read it when I, I just thought he was being silly. So then when I read it, I, he had a ring and I just, I like my mouth was so open for like 30 minutes. Like I was like, really? Like what is happening? Like I, in my fantasy of proposals, I expected crying. I expected all the things, but he just, he really got me. Like you surprised me so hard that I didn't, I didn't know how to react. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You, you were in the kitchen and then you walked past me to again to go sit on the couch and just stare at me (laughs) and like well like at least say no if you're gonna say no like nothing i wasn't contemplating that i just felt like it was a joke like i didn't want to get too excited for you to be like oh i just got it at walmart out of a gumball machine you know i didn't know yeah well it's an old ring yeah it's actually over 100 years old it dates to 1917 so it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's a very unique ring. So um yeah, so then I said yes and then we moved down to Virginia Beach for a little while and we actually got married in Richmond. Um if you're familiar with the area, we got married at Bird Park at the Carillon, um which is really close to Carytown. And yeah, we just spent a year over uh, a little less than a year in Virginia, Virginia Beach. Um, we moved in with Dylan's parents and to help kind of help us finance the wedding. And yeah, the wedding was pretty, pretty good. I would say the biggest thing about our wedding is the fact that the Tuesday before I got a positive pregnancy test. The Tuesday before our wedding, I got a positive pregnancy test and I, I still am, it's still like to my core just baffles me. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the annoying part about it was that, uh, you were getting ready for work at Starbucks (laughs) and it was like four in the morning and you woke me up. Yeah. Through banging on the wall. Because... Between the bathroom and the bedroom. <laughs> because I had a positive pregnancy test. And then wow. I had to go to work and I was... Whose fault is that? Yours. It's okay. yours. It's your fault. If we're on... Okay, this is going to get a little vulgar. If we're on the pull-out method, that's your fault. No. No. I hadn't been on birth control for like a, two years at that you, point. Yeah, but you were the one that was like... Let's do this. I yeah, but that like, didn't mean no, let's like, do like, that. Like four times, you're like, let's do this. I was like, no, we got some more to be. Oh, okay, yeah. And you're like, come on. Okay, like, well, that's different. Okay. That didn't mean like we, we were like we're literally <sighs> the couple from Knocked Up. Like that's literally us. <laughs> <laughs> you said just do it already, and yeah. Well, except for where we weren't strangers, but. Yeah, we were going to meet our photographer, and it was the only time that whole month anything got interesting. And then now we have our Kensington. She's um, two, and she's the cutest little sassiest thing you'd ever meet. But yeah, so all that to say, I was like four weeks pregnant at our wedding. 
I didn't really want to tell anybody, so I told my sister and a bridesmaid, and we told our wedding coordinator and our photographer, um, and I drank orange juice all night, just juice, and I, I, I pulled not. it off pretty well. I drank alcohol. Yeah, you got pretty, <laughs> pretty wild, but yeah. worth it. I wish I could have joined you, but it's Kenzie's worth it. You were dancing a lot. I was dancing too, though. I don't need drinks to dance. I do. <laughs> I already you, have liquid courage. If you want, if you want me to to dance, dance. I need, I need some drinks. I can slow dance without some, but. No. <laughs> but yeah, so we got married in April on my parents' wedding anniversary. My mother is actually deceased, so it was a really nice way to honor her and my dad to use their anniversary, and we did it, so it was like April 9th, super spring, our colors were purple and green, and my mom did baby's breath in her wedding, so I kind of carried that through, and yeah, it was honestly a really great day, nothing, we had a food truck, we had donuts for our cake, we had cake is terrible no cake is good but cake is also expensive and we had sugar shack donuts so the bomb they were the biggest fluffiest we had lavender glaze they were so good and yeah so we did a teapot theme um with like lavender and our favors were lavender tea um and what was that what was my cute little pun that i put on there we oh so it was oh my gosh it was um full leaf tea so not bagged and it said we could never full leaf express how thankful we are so i didn't even pinterest that the proudest um and yeah and then we honeymooned we drove from virginia down to key west pause we did not drive i I was pregnant i drove it was awful to savannah which was great. Savannah was really great. And then we stayed there one night, and then we drove from Savannah straight down to Key West. And if you've never been to Key West, if you've never driven down to Key West, you get to Miami, which is the very tip of Florida, and you go, okay, we're almost there. And then you drive three more hours <laughs> until you hit Key West. And it was so hard because I was like five or six weeks. So I was coming into um, my morning sickness and the car just made it so hard. But we had already committed. And it's kind of crazy because we probably could have pulled together forces and money to go on like a big luxurious trip to the Caribbean. But I don't Zika is still is still an issue, I think. But in 2016 it was a really big issue and they really recommended that pregnant women didn't travel there and so I just don't know what kind of situation we would have been in if we had like spent so much money on a trip that we might not have gone on you know so it kind of worked out that we decided to do this road trip we I came up with the hashtag wandering newlyweds um so if you're curious you can go look at that on instagram but um we didn't really didn't post that much much. (laughs) i actually think another couple has picked it up since then i looked at it a couple years ago um but yeah and then so we went to savannah and then to 
Key West for a couple nights and then back up to Charleston for a night. And then we finished it off in um, Emerald Isle. Which was not that great. But that's okay. So, um, yeah. So that was our honeymoon. And then we moved from Virginia Beach to Richmond um, where we kind of went through a hard time where... um, we ended up moving out of our apartment that we, we moved into an apartment and then within five ish months, we transferred to another apartment that, um, was in the same company. We had an an issue with the neighbors and it really wasn't that big of a deal, but because I was pregnant, it was, they, they just had, we were in a specific non-smoking building and they had a, a bad smoking problem that, we shared vents with them, so it would just come over all the time. Um, and so we ended up moving over to a townhome that we were in for a long time, and that's where we brought Kenzie home to, and um, that actually was really great. But so we moved in there in October or November, and then we um, – in November, I pretty much lost my job. I wasn't fired or let go. The company I was working for – Um, I was doing recruiting and, um, just like office work. Um, they actually moved down to Virginia beach and I was working from home to help them with some offices across the country. And that was really fun. But then it just, they just didn't have any work for me. Um, and so we had Kenzie and I was on unemployment, um, And so it was really scary. You know, we were kind of living off just Dylan's income and my really small unemployment check every week. Um, And then, you know, I was trying to find a job that uh, it just makes it so hard to warrant daycare. You know, if you're going to work full time or part time, you need to justify that daycare. And we just didn't have family nearby that could keep Kenzie for us or any stay-at-home mom friends, you know, we were kind of one of the first of our friend group to really have babies. I feel like a lot more now have, but yeah. But we just kind of were figuring it out as we went, and it was hard, and we've, we're in a much better place now, but we just kind of had to, to make do. And, and so I stayed home with Kenzie until she was about – a little less than six months, so five about five months, where I got a job at a web design firm, um, and that's kind of where I started the biggest part of my career with copywriting and content and SEO and marketing in general. Um, and that was when I started at KeyWeb, that was when you switched over to Starbucks. So Dylan was working at Value City Furniture managing um he was an assistant manager and then you went over to starbucks yep and i was hired on as like the way it was explained to me was that i would be hired on as an assistant manager i would do two months of training uh which would consist of basically two weeks as a barista two weeks as a shift supervisor and then a month as a store manager and then I would go be an assistant manager at a location for, you know, up up to a year. Um, and so I did the two months of training, and then they said, all right, you're going to go 
up to the store in Ashland, Virginia. I was like, all right, cool. Which wasn't super exciting because it was it was, was going to be like a 40-minute drive to work every day. Uh, and then they said, like the week before, they said, huh, just kidding, you're going to go to um, Short Pump Pad and you're going to be the assistant manager there outside of, like outside of the mall. I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's 10 minutes down the road, cool. So I went there, and halfway through that week of being there, uh, I was offered that store, and so it was it was pretty. I think it was pretty cool that I was able to get that opportunity so fast, but it was also kind of crazy because it was just like so fast that mm-hmm. like I still had to learn things, like I'm still learning things as I go, like yeah. So. But they just needed our area just needed managers so badly that they couldn't really wait for you to to do that so but that was an exciting time like when you look back at that like I had just gotten a new job and you did too and you know it was hard to put Kenzie in daycare but we oh gosh we loved our daycare people so much we went to this adorable little in-home daycare they only wanted to do infants up to like 18 months and it was just we were like their first round of kids and Oh my gosh, like they are some of our favorite people. I still talk to them um, because Kenzie's older than 18 months now. We moved her to a different daycare. Um, But then, uh, so we did that for about a year and then we decided to move into my dad's house, which is about 30 minutes outside of Richmond. Um, I was actually working about an hour from my dad's house. So we moved into my dad's house because he's... Um, he had basically moved in with his current girlfriend, um, and she lives about 20, 30 minutes away from his house in the direct, towards, towards his work. So clearly he was spending a lot of time there and his house just really needed someone to take care of it and be there. And we kind of were looking to have more affordable rent. And so we're just kind of helping each other out with that. And so it kind of seemed like a no brainer that if dad had an empty house for us, and we were looking to cut back on things and, and start saving and paying some um, debt off that we do what we didn't want to do, which was move out of the city and out of the suburbs and into the country, which is where we are now. But it was kind of challenging because basically from April to October, I worked an hour away. And so five days a week, I drove an hour into work. I took Kenzie to school and then I drove an hour home. So, I mean, 10 hour, ten, more than 10 hours a week was spent in the car, which is yeah. pretty crazy. And so then I got offered, um, in October, a new job to work at home. And that's been a game changer. Would you agree? Yeah. Like, I have so much more time. Well, yeah, you're not having to drive anywhere. Yeah. And so that has been a really big um, benefit to our family. And I feel like we've all kind of had like a sigh of relief that, you know, I don't get home at 630 to or six to spend 30 minutes with Kenzie to start bedtime routine. You know, we actually have more time together and it's pretty crazy because we're going to have even more time together because now that I'm fully trained and I've been 
with the team for a good little while, I guess almost five or six months, um, my boss actually okayed um, me and Dylan to pull Kenzie from our daycare. So we are doing that next Friday or this Friday. Gosh. So I don't, I don't know when we'll actually post this, but today is March 12th. So March 15th will be Kenzie's last day of daycare and we will keep her home with us. And so that's going to be a huge transition. Um, you know, my boss was very clear about let's test it for three months. And if I can't get my work done, because obviously trying to do that with a two-year-old at home is going to be challenging, but I'm going to get up. The plan right now is for me to get up when Dylan leaves for work early morning at 4.30 and start working before Kenzie wakes up. And then when Dylan gets home about two, Dylan will take over. And so I think between his flexible schedule and Kenzie's sleep routine, we should be able to make it a smooth transition. And so it's kind of fun. Like I feel like I've always been so torn on if I want it to be a stay-at-home mom or if I want it to be a working mom because, you know, I do have my master's in English and I didn't I didn't go through that much school to to just stay home, you know? Like that's hard. It's hard for me to think that in 10 years I might not have a career because I stayed home for so long, but it's also hard for me to think about how much time I miss and how much time Kenzie spends in a daycare. So I go back and forth. I've never been strong-winded on one or the other. I really respect working mothers and I really, really respect stay-at-home mothers and everywhere in between. And I'm just really excited to kind of see, like, it's crazy to me that we kind of have this new blend of worlds. Like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home working mom. And that's crazy. You know, you're kind of going to be a stay-at-home working dad. Yeah, maybe less in the sense. Like yeah, because you're going to have to go to work. Still going to be driving somewhere and working eight hours somewhere. And then coming home. Yeah. yeah. But I think that it's going to be a really interesting and positive transition for our family. And, you know, obviously financially beneficial because childcare is crazy. Yeah, no kidding. But that's kind of all the way up to our our current day. Um, we, I guess now we can just kind of talk about like the topics we'll cover on this podcast. Um, I know that we want to talk about budgeting because we've really started to budget really hardcore. Um, so money will be a thing. Um, I think we'll probably go over some parenting stuff because we're parents and we do that and we're about to do a lot of that at home. So, um, well, more so, that sounded weird, but more so, um, you know, eight-hour parenting days versus the daycare. Um, and yeah, I think we'll probably go over, we had a miscarriage in September. Um, so I think we'll probably talk about that. That one will be hard. But I think that that's important to, to be open about. And I think we'll probably get into some spiritual stuff too. Like Dylan and I, really I, he calls me, he calls it my hippy dippy shit. So I, um, he, I've kind of manifested a few things. Like I, I really truly think that the, my current position I've, I've manifested. Um, and so I'll probably tell that story and we'll talk about 
the yoga and meditation we've done together and how that's really brought us closer and you know just I think just us I don't I don't really know what else will be on on here but I think we're not going to talk about sports that'll be Dylan's own podcast anybody want to do it with them because I sure don't whatever <laughs> are there any topics that you want to talk about besides sports I mean, I don't know. Like, we'll probably talk about, like, I think we'll probably talk about, like, our, like, dieting habits and oh, true. probably, like, over the years and everything like that. We've done like, some crazy ones. Like, how it's, how that's, like, transformed into what it is today. And, um, and I think that, like, as, like, I think just as we go on and, like, as we keep Kenzie home, we'll probably talk about like how like how exactly like our day and her day looks like Mm -hmm. um like and like what we're doing to kind of like try to still maintain her like all the habits that she did all the you know habits that she did pick up in in school and everything like that with like you know, learning and, and advancing and, like, still, like, getting stuff. Like, not feeling like we're pulling her for from a daycare for, you know, six, seven months. And, you know, she's, like, falling back or anything like that. So, like, what we're doing to, like, push that along. Yeah, her current daycare, they actually call the two-year-old room junior preschool. And so they do a lot of, like early preschool activities and I mean we've really seen a lot of her I don't she's just learned so much in the few months that she's been there um so we're really excited to kind of continue that at home and be a part of her learning um and we're really going to stay away from excessive screen time and you know the morning is going to be very structured and I've kind of been a psycho and created binders and crazy things that Um, filled with activities that we're just going to do so that way she isn't missing out on you know the great daycare curriculum that she was receiving so we're just going to make sure that we continue that at home so yeah I don't know what else we'll talk about I mean we're pretty funny I think Dylan says I'm the funniest girl he knows and I'm I take that very, very um, seriously. But, yeah, um, I'm not sure when number two will come out, but we're excited to go over more about our lives and share some fun stories with you guys and hopefully make you laugh or inspire or encourage or just fill the air on the way to work, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, we're just excited that we're here and that we're doing something together that's fun and creative so thanks guys thanks bye